Welcome to Your Life, Your Way, a podcast series where TMU students and faculty members share their stories about working, studying, and living in Taiwan. Now, let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to another edition of Your Life, Your Way with Taipei Medical University. That's TMU. My name is Joseph Lin, and today, once again, we have the honor to have a special guest here to talk more about not only TMU but his life in of Saint Kitts and Nevis here in Taiwan. The person, the living legend himself, is right <laughs> here right now, Mister or Ambassador Donya Lennox Francis. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm happy to be here at ICRT and to join Taipei Medical University's podcast. That is awesome to meet you in person, His Excellency, right here. Thank you very much. Uh, but it's interesting. We're talking in the capacity of you being a student, yes, rather than an ambassador. Yes, yes. we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to be very curious about your journey. First of all, what brought you to Taiwan? And you said about just six years ago, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taiwan is well known in Saint Kitts and Nevis, and so I saw a lot of Taiwanese and things that they were doing. And in 2012, I applied okay. for a scholarship to come to Taiwan. What field was that going to be in? First, okay, I applied for tropical agriculture um, because I I was thinking that many people from Saint Kitts and Nevis do not. Um, they do not apply for mm. tropical agriculture, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to be in Taiwan, okay. so I applied for that program. But then, when I went onto the official website, I realized that they added journalism and mass communication. Oh, and that time I was a teacher and also a part-time journalist, oh. and so I applied for journalism and mass communication, right. and I came to Taiwan. I see. So you were a part-time journalist, and you want to expand on that, yes. and decided to come to Taiwan. And the university you applied for is one that actually Ming Chuan University. University, yes. They're known for their uh, yes, communications communication major as yes. well. Um, so, okay, so then you came here and then you started studying uh, journalism yes. and mass communications, mm-hmm. as you said. But then how did this uh, connection to TMU happen? I was looking for something different. I saw a video somewhere, maybe on YouTube, and it was saying that it's okay if you have degrees in different disciplines. Exactly. But I chose Taipei Medical University because I said I wanted to, to merge my two degrees, uh, my journalism and mass communication degree with my global health and development degree. Global health yes. is what you chose. Yes, at the and end, yeah. so I wanted to do health communication, and mm. so I chose Taipei Medical University. And I think to have a master's of science in global health and development. I, it has a better ring to it than saying I have an MBA. I see, <laughs> so I, I chose um, the Master's in Global Health and Development right. so that it can sound better. Yeah. And for me to merge uh, uh, my degrees to become a health communication officer because uh, now I'm an ambassador. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. You have an agenda. Yeah. So the years you attended school at TMU were which years? From 2016 to mm-hmm. 2018. Okay. Yes. So that's a good two, three years right there. Yes, two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to that for sure, mm-hmm. but I'd still want to leap forward to how did you become an ambassador at the end, you know, because I'm sure a lot of people are very curious and how can someone be an ambassador in just six short years? That's uh, pretty quick. Um, <laughs> I I set goals and uh, go. uh, one of my goals was to be an ambassador, uh, is to be an ambassador. Mm-hmm. And so I went off to that goal. Now, I'm also involved in politics as well. I see. And so I am actually the president of my party's youth arm uh-huh. um, uh, until August this year. And so I let my goal known. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe in law of attraction and say, I want to be an ambassador, I want uh-huh. to be an ambassador. And then so I work towards finding my way to become an ambassador by becoming 
um, versed in international relations and mm-hmm. also um, developing a love for Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And I, I just made it known to everyone at home, especially, okay. that I love Taiwan. I want to go back to Taiwan. And I'm here as ambassador. So when going back to before visiting Taiwan, mm-hmm. when you got on that plane, you came to Taiwan quickly, you, at least in the back of your minds, uh, thought that, hey, you know, one day I could maybe represent my country in Taiwan. And sure enough, that positive reinforcement yes, kept yes. on working for you. After my first day, I was very open-minded coming to Taiwan. Okay. And so when I came to Taiwan, the first day I learned how to say bed, how to say bag, how to say I want to buy this. Because of that, my love for Taiwan grew. Yeah. And I I kept on telling my friends, I'm going to come back to Taiwan one day as the ambassador. Uh, I'm going to be here as the ambassador to represent my country because I love my country and yeah. I, I also love Taiwan and I want to represent both of them. Yes. yes. And so now I'm here as the yeah, ambassador. Yeah. Um, people look at me and say, oh, you're very young. And yes, I'm 32. Mm-hmm. But because of my love and my experience, mm-hmm. um, I am the ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Awesome journey you have right here. And, uh, of course, Taiwan, very close to St. Kitts yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Did you live in St. Kitts or Nevis? St. Kitts. St. Kitts. St. Kitts. St. Kitts. Okay. Yes. The majority of population is, is on St. Yes. Kitts. Yes, St. Kitts is the bigger island. So we have about 37,000 people. And Nevis have, has about, let's say, 10,000, about 13,000. And mm-hmm. so we our population is roughly 50,000 people. I live in St. Kitts. I live mm. in- well, since now you are the legit person to promote your country, tell us more about St. Kitts and Nevis. Uh, what would you like the folks around the world and here in Taiwan know about your country? St. Chris and Nevis, we are very small. We actually have two names, St. Christopher and Nevis mm. and St. Chris and Nevis. The Federation of St. Christopher and Nevis, Federation of St. Chris and Nevis. So if you hear me use both of the names interchangeably, it's okay. okay. I would have to stay, maybe spend another 30 minutes to give you the history of <laughs> those that's, names. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, but, we'll try to trim it down to three. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yes, but as I said, we are... Two small islands making one country. We'll be the smallest independent nation in the, in the Western, well, in that part of the world. Okay. Area size and population. Mm-hmm. If you look for us on the map, you might see two dots. Okay. But we're right there. Um, like when it comes to the Caribbean, of course, we know there's Cuba over there and there's Jamaica. Jamaica. They have to come down to and Haiti, Dominican Republic. Further down east. Puerto Rico. Yeah, okay. further down. Yes, yeah, we're okay. here. Yes. Um, we're below, we're next to Antigua and Barbuda and Montserrat and yes. those, yes, those islands. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, I just wanted you know, we have a rich history, a rich culture. Our people, just like Taiwanese, we are very hospitable and we are very accommodating and inviting. Yeah. Anybody who visits St. Kitts and Nevis will tell you that they had a great time there because the love they receive and the warmth they receive from our people. Yes. Um, we have lovely, you know, food, cuisine, uh-huh. warm and, you know, friendly people, warm warm weather, not like Taiwan's weather. <laughs> and Year-round, yes, it is summertime. It's year-round, it? it's okay. summertime. Right. And it's, it, Taiwan is, think that we are the same because of, we are islands, Taiwan's island. Island culture is very However, similar. However, yeah. The weather is different. In Taiwan, it is humid. Humid. In St. Kitts and Nevis, it is hot. There you go. It's hot. There you go. That's quite different, <laughs> Yes, actually. it's very different, yes. Because <laughs> I'm looking at Johnny for the last 20 minutes, and he's been sweating. <laughs> I, I, yeah, because I do not like summer in Taiwan. And, and, and then people must ask you, like, aren't you from the Caribbean? Yes, Why are you sweating? I don't, like, I, don't like, I don't like summer. It's because of the humidity. Yes, That's yes, so different. It's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but um, I just wanted to say that, you know, even though we are, we're, we're very 
very small. Everything that we have and we display, mm. it makes us a large country. Mm-hmm. And if you have the chance, visit St. Kitts and Nevis. If you have the chance, learn about St. Kitts and Nevis. Um, soon I'll be, um, my embassy will be launching this program. It's going to call SKN Love, which is St. Kitts and Nevis Love. And it's going to mean oh. sharing kindness and nurturing love. Ah. Um, outreach program. And we intend to do more school visits um, to educate the children about St. Kitts and Nevis also. I'm planning to have a summer camp because my prime minister came to Taiwan and he promised Taiwan Taiwan, that our yeah. students here will assist Taiwan with this 2013 national bilingual goal the, right. um, to learn English. And so, right, for sure. If I ever visit, and I have not, mm-hmm, but if mm-hmm, I ever visit mm-hmm. St. Kitts and Nevis, and you talk about the food is great, what, what one particular dish would you want me to have? I would say to get some, it's called black pudding. It's blood, black pudding. Black pudding or blood pudding. It's made from... Oh. It's similar to Taiwan. Taiwan has like this, um, like, like, st- like sticky, <laughs> sticky dark rice. dark rice. Yes, that they use the blood from That's the animal. That's what I said. Zhu Gao yes, is what it yes, is. But yes, but for ours, we we actually put that rice inside of a um a part of the intestines, uh, the large no large the small intestines. So you okay. eat that, and it's delicious. It's delicious. No, it sounds think. delicious. Yes. You know, because yeah. we're we're very used to that type yes, of cuisine. Yeah. You know, Americans hear that mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god, I can't yeah. take it. But for us, we're like. Bring it on! <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's very tasty. That's something I would add, um, uh, I'd encourage you to get. What is it called? It's L- called blood pudding. Okay. Now let's go to TMU, mm-hmm. uh, Taipei Medical University, and you now hold a Master of Science in Global Health and Development. Yes. And tell us about that experience. It was a lovely experience. Um, people thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. They were asking me, "Why? What is a journalist doing in a journalist slash teacher educator mm-hmm. doing in a, a medical school?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I always had to engage in self introspection to ask myself, like, "What can I? What should I say to people?" Mm-hmm. But then, even some of my professors and my my fellow classmates they would look at me when I when I uh, my first month or two months in. At TMU, and I had to introduce myself. I was hi, my name is Donya Francis. I'm from Sakers and Davis, and I was journalist slash teacher. And everyone is would, would look at me like, "What are you doing here? <laughs> you should not be here." And, and but it, it felt like you just stumbled across yes, campus. Yes, and so, <laughs> um, but one of my teachers put it this way: mm. in global health and development, we should have um, multiple disciplines. Okay. It should be multidisciplinary, um, where we have people from different areas, people who studied biology, who studied education, who studied gender and mass communication, because global right. health and development is, is not really medicine, right? It's, right? it's not just nursing and medicine and, and chemistry and so on. It's about the well-being of the well-being public. Well-being of the public, yes, Correct, yes, right? yes. Yeah. And so I always use that to answer my questions mm-hmm. and something that I practice as well is when people ask me why mm-hmm. why you or why mm-hmm. something I ask them why not mm-hmm. or no, why not me mm-hmm. so why shouldn't I be here mm-hmm. at a type of medical university mm-hmm. right I'm capable I'm just as capable as anybody to be a type of medical university even though my degrees are one is in Asia one is in uh, um, North America. That, that is true. <laughs> that is true. The the variety of uh, things that you have experienced and pursued is quite a, a yes, wide range. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about two different cultures. Yes. We're talking about two different fields yes. and industries, and we're talking about two different positions in 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 the public sector. One as a student, and now as an ambassador. Yes. You know, yes, so yes. you have always experienced uh, like these uh, uh, not necessarily polar opposites, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, but certainly mm-hmm. a wide range of interesting subjects in your life. I think my spirit likes that too. Um, growing up, that um, that was always me. Mm-hmm. I tried to do a lot of things, a lot of different right. things, just to um, get myself 
educated, you know, because you're not just educated in school. Right. You know, I was involved in, in Boys Brigade. I was involved in um, 4-H, which mm. is um, the, the youth groups. Mm-hmm. And then I would just do my work. Mm-hmm. And so while I'm, I'm at this youth group, you know, today, tomorrow, I'm doing some work. And mm. so my involvement in different disciplinaries, um, um, disciplines, it has been sim- similar to me growing up, you know, from a teenager yeah. growing up to now I'm 32, as I said. Right. I've been doing different things because I think it makes me more marketable. Yes, indeed. Makes me more, indeed. more marketable. And, and I think that's going to be a good inspiration to a lot of yes. students here in Taiwan, where I think a lot of students are raised more of a one angle, yes. you know, yes. uh, a journey in their life mm-hmm. and, and their education. And and uh, you are a good living example of how, you know, to broaden yes, your horizon is so, Im- so important. Even if it's just something that started out as a hobby or interest, you know, you grow it, you know, grow on it and whatnot. So obtaining that master in global health and mm-hmm. you yourself as a servant for the public, these two actually kind of go hand in hand, doesn't yes. it? it, yes. it the, the education at TMU is helping you yes. uh, as a as an ambassador, as a person, as a person living in Taiwan mm-hmm. as well. Yes, and Sinkis and Nevis in Taiwan, we have cooperated in different fields, and one of the, the fields that we have cooperated in is health. Mm. And so me as ambassador mm. and um, as someone who has experience in global health and development, I'm able to represent my country in that area and, and encourage Taiwan to assist us in these areas. For mm-hmm. example, we have a a program at Taipei Veterans General Hospital where um, our nurses or health professionals they come to Taiwan and so I'm happy to see them here okay. so Taiwan is educating our nurses and health healthcare um, professionals to go back to assist in, in health that's exactly my next question I was mm-hmm. going to ask you is mm-hmm. because of your position your role right now and then this background you have with global health I mean there should be some exchanges yes. medical exchanges yes. if you will mm-hmm. uh, between Taiwan and your country yes yes. and you've been kind of the uh well, not so much as yet because I'm still new, but right. my idea is to get more of our doctors and healthcare professionals to be trained in Taiwan also to get Taiwanese to go to St. Davis to learn of our best practices and to teach us of Taiwan's best practices mm-hmm. also to have Taiwan, um, Taiwanese assist us with you know, um, through telemedicine, where okay. we can just do it online. It's easy yeah. online. Just teach yeah. us online and say, okay, you see this machinery? That's something I'm trying to forge between St. Kitts and Nevis and Taiwan right. um, when it comes to health right. and education. And also, right. on education, what I'm trying to do too is establish more sister schools mm-hmm. um, between St. Kitts and Nevis and Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the two things that I love teaching, educating, right. and also health care, health promotion, health communication. And I'm trying to get, um, see how we can have more um, a mutual benefits between Six Nevis and Taiwan um, by having more exchanges in these two areas. That's remarkable. Uh, you know, when you told your friends you were going to study at TMU, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a lot of them assumed that you wanted to become a doctor. Yes. And <laughs> being a student at TMU, it's not just about being doctors. You can actually get into fields like this, yes. mm-hmm. global health, for instance, that is so important, especially, and interestingly enough, you know, you studied between 2016 and 2018. Mm-hmm. Then the next year came the pandemic hit the world and I'm sure as far as global health goes that is a major, major subject and concern for your field Yes, isn't it? It is because I was not working in health Mm -hmm. uh, when COVID happened Yeah. I still try my best to maybe create a few posters, etc., to give to send to people or send them information on COVID or to protect themselves. Right. Even though I was not officially a health communication officer, because yeah. at that time I was still an educator. I was back home back teaching. Um, but 
uh, I also, while at Taipei Medical University, I was able to publish my master's thesis mm. in a journal. Mm -hmm. And so it was on assessing knowledge, attitudes, practices of Zika virus okay. among healthcare professionals. And so I was able to use that knowledge that I had about our healthcare professionals to um, um, encourage them to uh, have best practices, ensure that they, they learn more about COVID-19 and, yeah. and and have a, a better attitude to protecting themselves and mm -hmm. also to dealing with COVID patients. Mm -hmm. And now being the ambassador, you were just appointed yes. at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are more of these challenges and medical uh, exchanges that you're going to yes. be highly involved in for sure. Yes. Correct. Congratulations once again Thank you very much. for all the achievements. So now that you've been in Taiwan for six years, you must have uh, developed a love for Taiwan and maybe the people and places. I really like Taiwan's um, UBEX system I, uh. and Taiwan's convenience. So I also, you know, Taiwan is very safe and I, I can walk anytime. I can go. I, I, while studying, I used to walk from one end to another end. Um, I used to live in Xingyi, um, uh. close to the school, and I taught okay. English in right. Guting. Uh. And I would walk from Guting back to my apartment, which was about wow. what forty-five minutes walk. But it was just so safe and just so so relaxing to walk in Taiwan because I love to walk. Yeah. And so anywhere I can go, I would take a walk. If I can ride a bike, you know, I I can take a bike on one of those bike trails in Taiwan. And mm -hmm. so that's something I really love about Taiwan. Mm. That, that's good because you know a lot of people just. Take the MRT from yeah. Guting and back to Xingyi. Yeah, you can I, actually do that I, quickly. I prefer walking. I love but, to walk. Yeah, like you said, at any time of the day, even at night, you know, it feels very fairly safe to yes. walk around mm -hmm. Taiwan. And of course, on the way, if you're a little hungry, there's always snacks that yes. you can grab mm -hmm. if you wanted to. Uh, but uh, we need to walk more like you do, you know, mm -hmm. and enjoy mm -hmm. our city, our yeah, weather, mean, and the safety. You of, get to the, see more um, yeah. when you walk. You get to meet more people, people who are very interested in learning about um, you as an individual yeah. and where you're from. But like you said, mm -hmm. you know, because the people here are very welcoming, right? Yes. And so if you, mm -hmm. during your walk, you, you know, go to a shop or a restaurant or a diner and mm -hmm. you buy something, I'm sure, you know, the clerk or the boss, you know, would start talking to you, yes. right? Like, where are you from? Yes, and, you but know. I always laugh and say in Taipei, I don't have to learn Mandarin because everybody yeah. can speak English. <laughs> uh, reading and talking to you uh, even more, we realize that you are a, a people's person for mm -hmm. sure. And I read somewhere that you also appreciated, and this is going to be a lighter subject right now, that you were when you were in Taiwan, you had a host family. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. So yes. you actually well, stayed. I still do have. <laughs> yes, you do? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that and, and what was that about? In 2015, I think, I, uh, 2014, 2015, I was at Ming Chuan University. I was thinking about leaving Taiwan because I was somewhat fed up of Taiwan. I was fed up of studying. Mm. I had missed working because I started working when I was 17. Okay. Um, as a teacher. And then you needed I came, a breather, basically. Yes, I came here and I was studying. And I was like, oh, studying is not for me anymore. I'm, I'm older than my classmates. <laughs> I want to go back to Sinkis and Nevis uh -huh. but then one of my friends his name is Mustafa he's from Gambia he was a part of the Taiwan host family program and he introduced that program to me he told me Taipei main station okay. and uh, with I met with Julia Sue and her, her and mm -hmm. she took me to her house mm -hmm. in Jewe I think uh, in Jewe and okay. then I met her husband and her, her children but when I went there it was so easy for me to fit in because as I said I'm a people person and, but then 
Julia took so, so so such a good care of, of me. Right. She ensured I was I was um comfortable, I was well fed. She took me on some um some tours around well in north northern Taiwan uh-huh. to show me different places that, that I didn't that I didn't know about Yelio and all of those places and I was happy for that experience. Now after I, I spent maybe two nights in it. And no, two days, one night with mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. and then I left. But then she kept, we, we kept in contact, and mm-hmm. she we always she always invited me to come to different um, celebrations in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Festival. Every right. holiday, have she you would, been on one of those boats? Not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not yet. Dragon boat, it's you fun. Know, yes. <laughs> so she invited me to join her family, or just take me out to meet all of her friends. I think she was very proud of me, mm. and 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 as she should be, and she should be. Yes, and <laughs> she was was happy that she was able to learn about things and Nevis because she did not know about things mm. and Nevis, and that's something uh, in Taiwan. A lot of Taiwanese do not know about um, Taiwan's diplomatic allies sadly right. um, especially uh, um, those in the Caribbean and Latin America right. uh, uh, especially those in the Caribbean host child mm-hmm. <laughs> was from Gambia so she knew about Africa and Gambia okay. and then I was new a new person and I think she thought I was from Gambia as well uh, when, she, when they told her no he's from St. Kisanevi she was there Where's the country? Right. I, thought, I, I love to educate people about St. Nevis and where we are yes, located. You know, absolutely. And, and that's why I'm the ambassador, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so with her, she made me feel so comfortable that I said, I'm going to stay in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live in Taiwan. I'm going to finish my degree. That's great. For anyone who is listening to us abroad and interested mm-hmm. to come to Taiwan to pursue your education, well, you heard it from uh, Danya, yes. uh, the ambassador of St. Kitts and Nevis himself, how hospitality it is here yes, in Taiwan yes. and how uh, culturally uh, fun it is as well is, you know so uh, don't be shy come on over all right <laughs> yes, yes come on over to Taiwan yeah for sure <laughs> anyways it's a pleasure talking to you Ambassador Francis uh, who is an ambassador now he has just been appointed as the ambassador here in uh, for his country in Taiwan congratulations on this journey thank you very much uh, and a former student of TMU uh, being in the field of global health and uh, something that is going to be so important in your career as well and so thank you for all your services to your country and to taiwan thank you thank you very much and thank you for having me here today it's my pleasure thank you i want to again extend my gratitude to taipei medical university Mm -hmm. for the two years i spent there Mm -hmm. and also for having me here to join your podcast which is your life your, your way, way yes. and i'm happy to tell about my life <laughs> and my way yes. um, to our listening audience mm. and we welcome more future ambassadors to come to taiwan yes yes, yes, yes <laughs> there you go course. thank you again thank it's daniel francis from the embassy of saint christopher saint kitts and nevis in taiwan he is the ambassador and this is again your life your way with tmu i am joseph lin we'll see you next time okay thank you bye-bye your life your way is brought to you by taipei medical university to get more content sent directly to your device you can subscribe to our program on itunes or spotify thanks again for listening see you next time